Once again, we have a show for you. Oh my, it's a humdinger. Today we're going to be talking about No Man's Sky. What you say? The Deeply Conflicted podcast already did a show on that. Well, that was pre-release. Pre-release, friends. And now, No Man's Sky is out. It's accessible. Now the question is, does it live up to the hype? Kevin has played it, lived it, breathed it, smelled it. Known it. What is it? 18 quintillion planets? That's the, uh, that's the game space you're working in. Is that correct? Yeah. So I guess the question for you is, you've had a chance to immerse yourself in it uh, at least for about a week. It's a brand new game. Curious to get your thoughts. Does it live up to the hype? Is it what you were hoping for? And it was, was it what you expected? Well, let me start with the last one. Uh, was it what I expected? More or less, yes, because um, I did not have uh, an overinflated set of expectations going in. I, I, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. Um, I think quite a bit of the controversy surrounding this title right now is coming from people who had somewhat of a misapprehension about what kind of a game it was. Now, that's not to say, because I know some people, if they are aware of this controversy, will be disagreeing with me immediately upon saying that. So let me address that right away. Um, yes, I do think that Hello Games and Sean Murray, uh, the director thereof, uh, are responsible for a little bit of mismanagement Things in development often change. I think the involvement of Sony at one point also may have been involved in that change. And that they were put in a position as an indie uh, development company of incredibly small size for a project of this scope. Um, they were put into an undue amount of pressure for which they had no prior experience uh, and were probably not able to handle it um, as well as, say, a big AAA producing company. So that's a long-winded way of saying, I just don't think that they knew what to do or how to handle it. And I, they think they may have made a mistake and they may have mismanaged it a little bit, but I don't think it was coming from a place of, uh, of malice or ill intent. So, and that's the implication for some of the people who are upset. They're implying that it's you know, this nefarious plot um, to you know, cause them personal and direct pain, which is absurd. Well, let, let's step back a little bit. If you could, just very briefly, because if anyone does want to know sort of what the game is about, they can listen to a past episode we did, No Man's Sky. Um, but what, very briefly, what is the game about? What is the sort of core mission? What do you do? Just very briefly there. And now that you've actually had the chance to experience the game, does it live up to your expectations? And if so, why? And if it doesn't, okay. why not? All right. And most importantly, is it awesome? Is it middle of the road? Is it terrible? Tell uh, us. Okay, well, I'll, I'll once again take the last, uh, the last question first. I, I would say that my opinion of it is that it's, uh, it's, it's fantastic. I love it. I'm having a great time. I'm really enjoying myself. And I'm looking forward to all of the stuff that they've said that they're going to be adding in the near future. Um, 
nowadays games, um, you know, if you if you go all the way back to the days of board games and you bought a, a game like Monopoly, it was pretty much Monopoly. Um, they didn't update it. They didn't say, hey, guess what? This month we've added new rules and new game pieces to Monopoly. It took like, you know, 50 years for that to happen. So uh, in, in modern day gaming, it's super common for games to be released in a state that's playable and functional, but doesn't necessarily have all the, all the content that it ever will have. And it's released over time as they uh, are able to update it. So I'm looking forward to all the expansions that are going to be coming down the road. Cause it's only going to make this even more amazing and, and, and just a, a greater experience. Now, uh, to go over what is commonly referred to as the core gameplay loop, uh, what you're doing, what what are you actually going to be doing in this game? And that seems to be a huge question for people who are either on the fence or totally ignorant of it in, in the first place. Uh, what the heck do you do in this game? So the only thing I can say to speaking to gamers who may have experienced Minecraft, uh, I'm going to say two things that are going to sound a little bit uh, confusing at first, but I'll clarify it, I, I promise you. Um, no Man's Sky is like Minecraft, but it is in no way, it is not Minecraft. So let me, let me clarify that confusing statement. It's like Minecraft in some elements of its gameplay loop. And if you enjoyed the core gameplay of Minecraft, you're probably going to enjoy that same gameplay here. Uh, it is not Minecraft in that it doesn't share many of the other aspects of Minecraft. It's very different in, in other ways. So on the one hand, if you enjoyed Minecraft, there's a very good chance that that core gameplay will also enthrall you here. But if you're looking for gameplay exactly like Minecraft, you will be missing some elements and you might be a little bit disappointed because it will not be the same experience. Well, Minecraft is more about exploring and building things or chopping things to bits, correct? More or less, it's a it's a sandbox world where you can survive, explore, create, um, right? Craft. And no, yeah, and in No Man's Sky, you're in a ship and you're exp- literally exploring space and planets. Correct? Right. It's a. I mean, they're both procedurally generated worlds, but um, and both both are sort of infinite um, from a practical perspective, but. They're definitely different in scope and size. Uh, Minecraft takes place in um, more or less a single world or location at a time. Now, obviously, you can uh, download mods and you can do, you know, g- generate new worlds and etc. But with No Man's Sky, you're generating this massive galaxy slash universe of, of you know eighteen quintillion freaking planets. It's and and it's procedurally generated, so you have no idea. You know, there's this infinite number of combinations of, of, of things out there. So you go, you land on a planet, you can explore it, you can, uh, I forget what the word is in No Man's Sky, but register or classify, you know, plants and other life forms that you find. Right. Um, you interact with NPCs, non-player characters, and so forth. But there's been a lot written on blogs, in forums, in mainstream press about um, the excitement around the initial gameplay, you know, the you know the the sort of early release games that people had, and you know some of the surprises. So, for example, I read where two gamers, for all intents and purposes, were in the same roughly speaking geographic location, should have seen each other and couldn't. Yes, I, I mention this because in No Man's Sky, you could go for a very long time 
possibly, without ever encountering another actual gamer. Is that correct? Well, here's the thing. Um, people were upset for a couple of reasons. One, they were told that while it's possible for you to meet someone, it's statistically very, very, very unlikely. I think they, you were given like a 1% or less chance of ever running into anyone because of the scale of what you're dealing with. Um, so when someone was able to do it within the first like day or so of release, um, everybody was shocked, including <laughs> Hello Games, I guess. They were like, a, you know, surprised that someone had done it that quickly. But I, I think they underestimated gamers. They had that experience where they were trying to pin down, you know, that they were in the same location at the same time. Um, and they were not able to contact each other. Now, we still haven't gotten a definitive answer from Hello Games as to whether this was a technical issue whether it's a game design issue, meaning that there is an internal um, set of rules that's governing that contact and that, it, you know, they've been very closed-mouthed about a lot of things. They don't like to reveal things. They want everything to come be discovered naturally and, and not spoil any surprises. So they've held a lot of cards very close to their chest when it comes to details like that. So some people are speculating that this may be one of those cases because someone pointed out that we're dealing with Einsteinian, you know, relativity issues with, you know, we're traveling uh, light years in space and doing all this stuff. Someone speculated, well, what if we're on, you know, we're, we're literally, they were in the same space, but they're occupying a different time. Um, there's all kinds of things that could possibly, I mean, maybe they're reaching, maybe they're just making pathetic, you know, grasping at straws. I don't know. But um, there's also the possibility that one of two things happened during development. Um, either they were unable to accomplish to their satisfaction in a releasable state that multiplayer aspect and so it had to get dropped or it had to get stalled it's not going to actually come into the game until a, a patch down the road or when sony became involved um maybe they changed certain things or certain internal design parameters and that got taken out of the game or removed from the game either way it may not be present in the game anymore now what people are upset about is that we were not told this no right. one's no right. one said, "Hey, guess what? There's no more multiplayer." Well, uh, at all. Uh, yeah, so all right, so fair point. So there are some unanswered questions about things like whether or not it is possible to meet another gamer versus the non-player characters uh actual gamers will encounter in their travels and ex exploration. Is the experience of going out and exploring these planets um classifying life forms, registering them is it an enjoyable gaming experience, especially for you as a highly experienced veteran gamer? And um, I was curious to find out in terms of the principal sort of goal of this game, I believe it's some sort of mystery at the heart of the, the universe or a certain galaxy. Um, there's been talk that someone actually figured it out. So again, to, 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 to distill that, those two questions together, is it awesome? Is it actually fun in real time going around, even though you probably won't encounter anyone? And then second, is it true that someone or some people may have actually figured out the puzzle of the game? Yeah. I, I mean, it is for me. It is fun for me. I'm enjoying it. And other people like me are enjoying it. Um, a lot, of, Quite a few people are enjoying it. 
Um, it was the, I believe it is the highest uh, highest selling game on Steam um, ever. So there are a lot of people enjoying it. Um, there are a lot of people not enjoying it. A lot of people very, very, very upset. And even Sean Murray himself said that he felt that this game was going to be very divisive. Um, and he was, he was dead on there, that's for sure. Um, the problem is this. I think some people, because Hello Games chose the path of obscuring details about this game to a huge extent, this encouraged speculation. And people imagined and speculated a game that never really existed except in their minds. And that's the game they wanted. Based on tidbits and shreds, they built this imaginary game for themselves. And then when they didn't get it, um, they were upset. I, I seem to be hearing from gamers who clearly wanted a completely different kind of game that was never going to be there in the first place. They were looking for gameplay aspects and a gameplay style and then a gameplay... Th this is a very different type of game from what they were looking for at a fundamental level. Like so, what, for example? I don't want to really get into a huge discussion about what the game isn't, but you know, it seems to me the hype was very successful because there was so much buildup to the release, and the release was delayed by months and so forth. So what's like one or two big complaints about what gamers expected to the extent that there are one or two big complaints about well, what, what it isn't? Well, one or two big complaints would clearly be what's already been mentioned, the multiplayer. People are upset that it basically seems to not exist at this time. Um, another one is people seem to think that there was going to be all this stuff given to them to do. Gamers are nowadays used to being spoon-fed and led by the hand through things. And if they actually have to think for themselves, it's very confusing for them. To them, that's not a game because they've been taught that a game is something that tells you a story. I have a feeling that's a statement that's going to upset many people. I think it will. I think, And, and again, Sean Murray was dead on. Um, this is going to be a divisive game because I think there are people who genuinely understand what this game set out to be and get it. And I think there are people who genuinely don't get it. Now, I'm going to give you an example here. Look, I know some people are going to be like, oh, what a pompous ass. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I know what I like and don't like. Don't tell me, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. You know what? Um, in, in my actual day-to-day -day life, I'm not really m much of a sports fan at all. I don't really care about sports pretty much, uh, to be perfectly honest, pretty much at all. Occasionally, I've had, you know minor tremblings of interest in, in a few things here and there. But but to be honest, I just couldn't care less. So a gaming version of sports is about the most boring, uninteresting, pointless activity I could imagine. If I, like them, had gotten caught up in the hype about a sports game and thought, you know what, maybe this will be the sports game that wins me over. I'm going to try this one. I want to play this. This does kind of look amazing. I mean, what they're saying about it sounds incredible. I, I, you know what, I think I'm going to give it a try. And then I went in there, and it was boring sports crap that I couldn't care less about and I should have known better. It would be really stupid of me to go out on the internet and start writing bad reviews and saying how horrible and bad and boring and stupid it, stupid it is because that's just my opinion and it's only and I already was biased going in. I didn't like sports in the first place. So of course I think it's terrible. Whereas people who love sports or the specific sport the game is about probably think it's fantastic and amazing because they get it and I don't. 
And that's what they would say about me. They'd say, oh, well, you don't, understand, you don't get it. You're not even into sports. Why are you even writing about this? Well, that's what I feel people are doing to No Man's Sky. I think there are people who get it, and those who get it really get it. They really understand what they were trying to achieve here, and they achieved it. People who didn't get it in the first place are getting the exact reaction that they would expect. They just don't understand what this game is even trying to do. They're incapable of even grasping it. They're walking around and going, this is dumb. This is boring. Why would I do this? This is repetitive. I don't get it. All right. So you meant, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I'm becoming repetitive. It's, it's just, that's just it, I think. I think it's that simple. So what would you, if you were, you know, CEO of Hello Games, what would you have done differently? In terms of the hype, because it seems to me that this is the hottest game going right now. The interest is at a fever pitch. And, of course, it's, you know, it's just very recently been out on the market, you know, so everyone can get at it. It seems to me that their marketing and release strategy has, has worked gangbusters. I think that the hype generated around the game uh, came from er- very early in, its, in the cycle. I mean, it was the hype was there from the beginning because what they the claims that they made were amazing um and and that's <laughs> at its at its simplest what what sean told people at the beginning was i wanted to capture this feeling i mean he actually talks about he was born in ireland but he spent a lot of his childhood he grew up in australia and he and, and he actually lived in a in a remote part of the outback and he would say that he would go outside at night and he could see the stars. He could see the Milky Way. He could see the universe up there so clearly. And you recently mentioned your, your trip to a national park where you had that same experience, the wonderment of looking up and seeing that. Well, he had that growing up as a child. And he said, you know, I looked up at those stars and, and there was this longing and this sense of wonderment and, and this desire to, you know, what's out there? And where's, where, where's my place in, in this and so forth? And as a, as a reader and, and a lover of science fiction, um, you know, he was uh, just sort of steeped in, in all of this, uh, this, ex- this, this ideal of like, you know, exploration, um, space exploration. And he, he talked about something about the way the cover art of some of these old sci-fi books from like way back in the early sci-fi days or, or like even going into like, you know, the seventies and stuff like that. What the, what the cover art looked like. He said, you know, sometimes the cover art for these books didn't even have anything to do with the story, but there was a certain style, a certain evocative style of these, you know, the color palettes were, were these vivid, you know, weird combinations of colors. And, and, you know, some of the artist styles were really, you know, dramatic and strange and, is yeah, that's, these, that certainly comes out in, you know, videos that I've seen of the gameplay and stills and so forth. There's well, definitely that, that crossover. Yeah, and that, well, and, and, and that is what he was trying to capture. He was trying to, he said, I just want people, for, even if it's only for a moment, to feel like they might have stepped into the cover of one of those old sci-fi books. And that they're in that world, they're actually experiencing that planet that they saw on the cover of a book, you know, 30 years ago or something. Okay, so in your mind, he made that statement. Early on in the marketing and the, you know the hype development and so forth, did it did it live up to its claim? I, I feel that it, that it, in essence it did. But again, you, see, here's the thing: the problem is the experience of this is entirely subjective and completely an individual thing. So it's always stupid to me and irrelevant to declare that something is good, bad, or indifferent for anyone but yourself. So when people go out there and they say this game's a 
this game's a failure. It's it's terrible. Well, maybe for you it is, but I love it, and I've seen other people say how much they're loving it. It's absurd to make these statements, but people do it anyway. And the, so, the sad yeah. the sad part to me is the fact that you know the the, the the people complaining the most always get the most attention. All these people complaining about it, I'm sad because there might be someone out there who could have enjoyed this, and they might not have the experience because they listen to some negative asshole saying how rotten it is to them and you know what i'm i'm not invalidating that statement that person who thinks this game is based on lies and it's terrible and it's boring to them yes you are correct that is true for you i don't disagree with that but you can't tell me that's also true for me because it isn't i'm loving it i'm enjoying it what they make right. the mistake of thinking that that experience that they've had is some universal truth that they need to warn people. Right, right, right. Well, let's let's pause there in terms of the subjective aspects of it and take a look at some of the more technical aspects of it. So, first question: You mentioned the sort of throwback, you know, '60s, '70s cover art style graphics, and while it's not entirely like that, you can certainly see those influences. You know, at at you know, I think it's obvious even to the most casual observer, but are the graphics fantastic? Is the gameplay smooth? It seemed like when it first launched, there were some server hangups or potential server hangups. So, yeah, are, are the graphics great? Are the graphics great? Is the gameplay, you know, nice and smooth? Is it is it fun to actually go out and explore, even though yeah. you may not encounter another soul out there besides an NPC? Well, and that that was, I mean, I'd like to point out, too, people are complaining about not being able to meet anyone or see anyone. That was supposed to be the point. It was supposed to evoke this loneliness, this smallness in the universe, how vast it is. And you're this tiny person, this little point of consciousness. Was, that's the point. You're not supposed to be, uh, like, again, that's just indicative of how much they don't get it. But anyway, um, as far as graphics go, um, they're fine. They're totally fine. Again, you can't please everyone. Well, I didn't ask if they were fine. Are they great? I mean, I, games have, I would, games game graphics have evolved, you know, by leaps and bounds, you know, every couple of years. And the, on the videos I've seen, I've not actually played the game, but the video play that I've seen, the graphics look pretty impressive. Would you agree with that? Or do you think it's just sort of, you know, uh, middle of the road or what? That's impossible to say because there are people who think certain st- they don't understand like stylistic the concept of having stylized graphics. They don't get that. They think that means oh it doesn't look real. That's bad. Um, I've heard tons of that. People think the graphics in this game are bad because they don't look real. It's like but they're not trying to look real. They're trying to give you this sci-fi book cover art come to life universe. You know how? What part of that don't you get? But you again, it's all subjective. It's all an individual's taste. Someone might think it looks amazing. Someone might think it looks like shit. You can't. There's, you're never going to make everyone happy. So don't try. Just well, you like. Yeah, the game you like that, it or you yeah, don't. The gameplay <laughs> that I've seen online, to me, the graphics are impressive. Um, I don't. I would. I would dispute a little bit that they don't look real. I think they look very high quality. I think yeah, there are probably some other games out there where. The humans look, you know, far more lifelike, and the flesh of them looks far more, um, um, you know, high def and sort of reach out and touch it, and it'll it'll actually feel like real skin. But I do think, you know, especially the environments, the NPCs, it all seems pretty high quality to me. Though I'm nowhere near as experienced as probably most gamers today. 
Well, I mean, it's uh, to me, it's just like I'm also not someone who's commonly referred to as a graphics whore. I I like graphics, just like you know, of course. But you know, a, a game with you know stickmen and vector graphics could have excellent gameplay. And who gives a shit what it looks like? There are people who only care how good something looks, and the gameplay could be terrible. I'm the opposite, and a lot of gamers are. I I like gameplay. I want something that's actually challenging and fun and interesting and thought provoking. If the graphics aren't perfect, who cares? Because that's not the point at all. I'm having an amazing time. It doesn't make any difference. Minecraft is extremely low fidelity, but it's amazing gameplay. It was a, it was a groundbreaking game. It's a historic groundbreaking game in the genre. And they went in the opposite direction. It's all about the pixels, right? <laughs> the obvious well, crude pixels. Well, and that's the whole point, though. It's, it's by some people's absurd standards. It's, it's terrible. It's crappy. But the gameplay is emergent. It's amazing. So, again, that tells me it's not wrong. It's just different. There are some people who don't get it, and that's okay. So let's move on then to the question of sort of the smoothness of the game. Are the servers working the way they should? Are there any um, there have lags? Definitely, or... There have definitely been problems, which is common for all games. I don't know of of many if any games that come out in a state of perfection again this is like ridiculous to even you know that people are even making a big deal out of it um i've been playing games you know since there were games literally boom drop the mic um so i've seen this all before a hundred times yeah oh what a surprise a game came out and it doesn't run perfectly and then they patch it and it fixes it and Okay, here's the problem I have. Someone will have a terrible experience with the game. Now, it's happened to me, so I'm not you know, saying this from some pompous high horse where, oh, well, I'm, my game runs fine. I don't have a, what's your problem? Um, it's not that. I've had game problems, too. The, the thing is, if these people who are like, this is a broken piece of software, it's garbage. Well, if that was true, then no one would be having a good experience. No one would, because it would be broken for everyone. Problem is, lots of people are having no problem with it at all. So, therefore... The problem lies with you. All right, Not... so, so get a nice warm dish rag to wipe all the foam from around your lips for a moment. And as you do that, um, so let, let's step back a bit and talk about what actually, in your view, is working about the game. So I assume you're exploring planets. Um, I guess the question, I have two questions. One is that, you know, when you do sit down to play, how long is your session, so to speak? And, you know... Are you working towards the mystery at the heart of the universe or galaxy or whatever it is? No, because here, here again is another you know division amongst you know people experiencing this game. There are people who look at this game like any other modern game, and they think they have to quickly progress through things and finish it. There's this idea of finishing. You don't finish these games. There's no finishing it. It's the experience that you're supposed to enjoy there's no end to get to while there is there is a goal that is not the point of playing this game but people again young modern gamers have been trained to think that a game is something that you buy play progress through a sequence of of events or points of data and achieve an end and then you are finished with it so you're not, you know, you're, you're, it seems to me then that to translate what your expl explanation of trying to figure out and solve a game, it seems to me that you're enjoying 
the journey. You know, for you, the I'm journey, in no the, hurry. Yeah, the journey is the destination right now for you. You're not worried about the mystery at I, this juncture. I want to. I want to do it. I want to solve it. I want to go through. You know, all the stuff. There seem to be other things too. There's this other storyline that seems to be in there, but what I'm, is it? I'm not in any hurry. I'm you baited not, the hook, so reel us in. What's what's well, the other storyline potentially? Well, I'm not in any hurry, and I just want to enjoy and experience the game. I'm not. I'm not. You know, some people again, they seem driven to like rush to that end, and it's like, but you just miss the whole point. People do it in MMOs too. Not, not to get totally sidetracked, but this is a very salient point because it's the exact same problem. People would start a new MMO, whatever it might be, try to break a world record, literally to get to the max cap level and go through all the content, r- rushing past and through the content, I might add, not actually experiencing it all, uh, to get to the end as if that's the goal. And then they have the gall, the audacity to complain, this game sucks, it doesn't have any content. It's like, but you just rushed through hundreds of hours of potential content and you did it in, oh, I completed the game in 20 hours. I mean, that's like going to a museum that has literally every piece of, of relevant art created by humanity in it, in one place for you to enjoy. And you literally go through the front door and sprint past everything without a glance and get to the other door and go, that sucked. That wasn't enough content. Well, I like, like the way you answered a question I didn't ask. And the other thing I would ask you is, is the wind and weather up there on the pedestal like pleasant or no, I'm just kidding. So, so what is the other storyline? I think that, that that's interesting. I think probably to me and other listeners, what's the other potential storyline in there you mentioned? <clears throat> well, I, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's, it's a spoiler for anyone who might choose to play the game. I was completely taken by surprise. Oh, so it's something you have to experience as you go through the game. I wasn't aware that this was like, that this is what the thing was. It's, it's the nature of it. And oh, interesting. I've, yes, I don't talk about it then. And I've been led to believe also that it is not necessarily the ultimate conclusion. It is not the, it's not the center. It has, it's something else. That's why I alluded to it being as a separate thing. But I, I don't want to, I really don't want to talk about it on the chance that someone who may play the game that they can have the the discovery themselves that they you know sure. that I don't reveal it. So for that that's fascinating. Maybe a good teaser for people to go check out the game. Maybe their interest will be piqued. So sounds to me like you're having fun. Um, you you're enjoying the journey. You're not quite so worried about the puzzle at the heart of the universe, or uh, and you're intrigued by other things you're discovering. What is the one thing, or maybe what are the one or two things you find to be the most enjoyable about the game? I guess what I find most enjoyable about it is the feeling that you get um, when you are experiencing some of these these places. When you when you when you land on one of these planets and you step out of your ship and you start looking around and you hear that music. And you get the, you know, there's a thing that pops up that's, you know, says that you discovered this planet and the date and, and time. And, you know, you, you have the option. You can, you can name it if you wish. It's just an amazing feeling. And you start looking around and you're like looking for, you know, you're in this totally new environment. And there's alien, you know, completely different plant life and, you know, animals, these creatures, these, these alien creatures. And, and it's just, it's just is wild. I think some people thought, for example, there was going to be 
PvP and we were all going to be flying around in space and killing each other. That's not what Sean was looking for. He was looking for this like this 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 experience that was encapsulated by that description of him as a as a as a young boy looking up at the stars in the outback of Australia and feeling a sense of wonderment. He was trying to create a game that wasn't about going around and killing other people from around the world. It was about going out and kind of achieving this sense of this feeling of wonderment and discovery. That's what the point of the game was. Sure. So compared to other games you've played in the last, I don't know, five years, how would you rate this one? Is it a kind of sublime pleasure? I, I would say it's, it's, it's up there at the top. It's an amazing experience for me. I really enjoy it. It's something I've always wanted. I've always wanted something this vast and this incredible, this, this open-ended um, some people, again, see it as repetitive and boring. I see it as endless potential. I can, I can just, you know, look, I, I'm enjoying it. I think it's up there in my, you know, top, top games of all time, because, mainly because it's fulfilling a dream for me. I always wanted something like this. Um, this is kind of like a dream game. Hmm. Um, is it perfect? Nope. Nope. It's not. It's not perfect. They missed the mark on some things. Everything isn't perfect. It's not perfect. Um, are they even now rushing to, you know, fix issues and as any company does, again, this is not unique. This is not like, oh my God, every game release is perfect. Hello Games is stupid. Theirs isn't. Um, all games have these issues. So it's like, you know, they're acting as if this is like, you know, something aberrant. It's not. Um, but they're going. They, they've already, you know, given a kind of a, a, a. I mean, again, they're still being very vague about things, um, which is somewhat annoying. I I, I concede that point. Uh, but they've, you know, already mentioned, uh, you know, a vague roadmap of things that they're planning on adding to the game. So the game is going to be improved upon, changed, added to. All of these things grow over time. It's not uncommon these days for a game to come out. And the, as it's commonly referred to, vanilla version, the basic release version, two years later, the game could be, the gameplay's mechanics have changed. Uh, you know, so much of the game has been either improved or altered that it bears little resemblance to the vanilla version when it first came out. Uh, and someone who played it then and stopped could come back in two years and find the game virtually unrecognizable. Mm. Um, that's common. And I'm I am looking forward to the journey of what gets added and what gets improved and what changes in this because the base that they've created is is phenomenal. It can only get better. It can only become more amazing as they fix and, and, and improve and add to it. And I guess sort of as a final question, you know, I was reading uh, online, you know, in the in the blogs or press that no Man's Sky might change the way people approach online gaming. Would you agree with that <laughs> now or no? Well, I mean, obviously, since the controversial multiplayer issue, um, it's starting to look really bad, like it's not in there, and they really should have said something if it, in fact, got dropped in, in, at some point in the development or if Sony stopped them from including it, or if their intention was to release it later as a DLC... Um, again, they should have told us. They shouldn't have, because now they've created this bad feeling in the community. They've divided the community on that point, on that on many points, and then that's one of the more salient ones. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, really, it's kind of irrelevant. There is no multiplayer. I mean, I will stay state for the record that even if 
the version of multiplayer that they alluded to, which was limited. People got these inflated ideas that it was going to be like some full scale multiplayer. Everybody could like, you know, land on planets together and, uh, you know, do stupid things to you, you know, grief each other or something. I, I, it, I don't think it ever was intended to be like that. I think their intention was to have that experience of in the vastness of space, finally run into another being like yourself that it was going to be this sort of unique, sublime experience, that it wasn't going to be this, you know, typical run-of-the-mill like every other dumbass online shoot 'em up stupidity, that it was that that's what it's going to be. I don't think that was the intention at all. And they may have even removed it for that very reason. I mean, quite frankly, um, everybody knows this too. You know, deny it if you will, but but you know it's true, gamers out there. You know that a lot of gamers are just immature dicks and they love to grief each other. Okay, you know that if you were having this amazing moment where you realized that after hundreds of hours traveling through the void, you you've you've actually managed to meet another person and that and you and like, you know, the music swells and you walk up and you try to communicate with them and they, you know, draw a dick on the ground and then (laughs) shoot you. That's what happens. That's gaming. That's gaming. And that's exactly what would have like completely taken this this vision that Sean Murray had turned into this, you know, horrendous travesty. Fair enough. So it sounds like in your view, um, your rating of the game in the words of Homer Simpson is something like seven thumbs up. Is that correct? Well, again, I've, I've been clear to state that, I mean, it's had its issues and problems and it isn't perfect and it's not entirely feature complete. It's a lot that should, should and, and most likely will be added to it to improve the game and make it more feature complete. But um, I still think it's an amazing game. I, I get it. All right. So for folks out there uh, who may not have played the game but have been reading about it with interest, perhaps maybe read a little bit more. Read the pros, read the cons, and make up your mind yourself whether or not you want to go out by the game and experience what sounds like an amazing online universe and environment. So, Kevin, this is a great discussion. Really appreciated hearing your thoughts and observations and insights about the game, as well as a little bit of uh, idle speculation. And uh, we look forward to you joining us for the next episode of the Deeply Conflicted Podcast. Meanwhile... If you want to join the conversation, add your thoughts about No Man's Sky or anything else, feel free to comment on our blog, thedeeplyconflicted.tumblr.com. Look forward to you joining us next time. Thanks for